the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Welcome to Brotherly Pod. Here it is, uh, Thursday, February 2, 2023. Well, probably Saturday or Sunday by the time this actually goes up. So whatever that date would be for you guys. Time is a figment of our imagination. Doesn't fucking matter. Right, Noah? Time is a construct. Yeah, Noah's back. What's up, everyone? Um... Before we go, I do want to uh, apologize for the Anthony audio, the quality on that show. Um, I'm transitioning to a new podcasting laptop here and uh the settings were a bit fucked so i ended up having um some shitty audio on that one so i apologize um i don't know if anybody else picked it up it was something i heard immediately maybe it's just one of those things that i hear it because i'm picky about this shit but i do try and provide the best audio for you guys and uh, that episode was not it so i do apologize everything should be fixed now i just gotta remember to check all this stuff when you record damn near 700 episodes using the same laptop and all of a sudden you break out a new one you know the default settings are uh, <laughs> you know not to my liking, so it's gonna different. gonna take a minute to uh, make sure this this is only the fourth show I've done on this, so um, it's gonna take some time. But I, th- I think I figured it out now. Um, the little bar is going up properly this time. Should have uh, taken that as a hint the first time that something was wrong. But you know we got uh, got some flyers to talk about. It's still the All Star break. Uh, this week off has been much needed. Um, no no flyers hockey and. To fill some time as we wait for things to pick back up, it is in the mid-season, slightly past mid-season, but we're going to talk the Brotherly Puck Mid-Season Awards, you know, the world-famous Brotherly Puck Awards, the end-of-season thing we usually do. Uh, I'm going for the fifth annual one this year, but we'll uh, do some mid-season ratings here, and Noah's back. Did I already introduce you to help me with that? Uh, Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) You told, told everyone I'm back. Yeah, he's back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about doing like a backstreets back thing and then i was just how do i work that in ah so we got some <laughs> some awards um once i pulled the Big article up, there we go um so we'll just go down the list here and and give our uh opinions at the mid-season and uh the first one the mike knubel most improved player award noah 
Who's your vote for the most improved player this year? Honestly, I I think I, I'm kind of leaning towards Noah Cates. I feel like he's been really noticeable uh, most of the season. Obviously, there wasn't much to work with before because, I mean, I think he – I think last season was his first pro season. Uh, but I think that he's – He's been in a lot of plays, and you know I feel like I hear his name a lot during the game. So I think I'm gonna say Noah Cates for most improved. I think I would agree. Uh, you know, it's hard to call Travis Connecting improved when he's seven years into his career. Um, you know, he's playing much better, but I, I think most improved does go to Cates. He only played what ten games at the end of last season, but you know he's kind of a new shiny depth forward there, kind of the Scott Lawton version with a higher offensive upside, um, which yeah. is good. So uh, he'll be uh, very good for a lot of years, but uh, right now I do think most improved uh, can go to Noah Cates because fuck Travis Connecting. Goes <laughs> to like a, what, comeback, which is say? <laughs> <laughs> the breakout year at 26 years old, seven years into his career. Yeah. Woo! The Kimo Timonen MVP award that's most valuable player for those of you that are dumb. Just to make sure. <laughs> I I don't know how you don't give to Carter Hart. Yeah, that's what I would that uh, was my guess as well as Carter Hart. I mean, like sure, TK's up there. Like he he's doing his stuff with like goals and the points, but I mean, this is in terms of that, sheer backbone of the team. Carter Hart it's, is, uh, it's is Carter your guy. Hart. Yeah, it's Carter Hart. There's a case to be made for Connecty, maybe Hayes, if you want to get you know ridiculous. But uh, our all-star, pure NHL. most valuable player, the one who has the most impact on a night-to-night basis. Carter Hart. I mean, you you look at him compared to uh, compared to Sandstrom, and uh, it's just. It's like night and day. 288 goals against, 911 save percentage versus Sandstrom, who's at a 345 GAA and an 886 save percentage. <laughs> 15 wins in 36 games. I mean, in a year where you weren't expecting much, I mean, it's great to see that Carter Hart. Especially earlier be... in the year when he had like a 940 save percentage oh, or something yeah, crazy like was... that. Yeah. I mean, we all knew he was going to go, he was going to come down. I mean, like 911 on a, on a, on a, Pretty bad team, bottom 10 team in the league. It's pretty good. The Simone Gagne Offensive Player of the Year Award. And no, not the offensive like Tony D'Angelo. We're talking, you know, <laughs> offense. Well, there might be a different offensive player of the year. <laughs> a new category. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, we mentioned him. I, I guess it's got to be TK. Fine. I mean, I mean if. He's leading the team in points. He's got what? Uh, 24 goals, 49 points, and 45 games. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, four points ahead of Hayes with five less games played. I mean, uh, by default, I guess he holds that role. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Cam Atkinson won the staff and fan vote last year. I know. Cam Atkinson was was a fan favorite last year. Oh, the Fab Trio. Man, those were the days. Has he played a game this year? Nope. No. He may or may not return next season as well. (laughs) Farabee, Atkinson, and Broussard. Uh, That line was 
fantastic. That was fun. And then Broussard played like five games because he fucking kept getting hurt. <laughs> oh my god. The Samuel Moran Defensive Player of the Year. I actually don't know who this one's going to go to. <laughs> I, I know. Has anybody pl- attempted to play defense at all this season? Uh, <laughs> uh, Cam York, maybe? I, I guess Cam York would probably be my pick. Bristol-Linen's been doing pretty well lately. I would give that. I would vote for him just to piss everybody off. I I probably would go with York Aristo. With York Aristo, yeah. Like, Provorov's been whatever. D'Angelo's been a goddamn disaster, especially over the last month or so. Sanheim, unsurprisingly, isn't very good. Justin Braun is 7,000 years old, and Nick Sealer is fucking Nick Sealer. So, <laughs> it's York Aristolainen. Eh. Kind of narrows it down there. <laughs> yeah. <you> don't exactly <laughs> have many good options. Uh, I still remember that. I love, I still love the meme, well, the meme tweet of, uh, Back in what 2015, 2016, when they tweeted out the flyer, the flyers tweeted out our new young defensive core. It was like Robert Haig, Sandheim, Sandheim, Moran, and Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what could have been? <laughs> Working out a lot. Working out real good right now. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Steve Mason goaltender of the year, Felix Sonstrom. Of course. Who else would it be? Uh, I feel like the post won um, in <laughs> the 2020. Po- the post did win a couple of years uh, the ago. Fa- it won the fan vote. Gostas Bear won goaltender of the year in 2020, and the fan vote was the post. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember that year. <laughs> that was fun. It speaks to the level of goaltending that has gone on. Yeah. Over the last few years. But yeah, Carter Hart, uh, I think, is pretty easily the guy. I'm sure Sam Erson will get votes this year. Um, yeah. I was going to say Sam Erson, you could... I, I don't think you make an, a good argument, but like, I mean... He was fun for seven games. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll come back next year as the backup. See what... Uh, Do you think he'll be the backup next year? Um, I think he'll challenge for it. Uh, you know, whether or not, you know, Sonstrom's still in a contract next year. Um, I don't think they're in any rush to bring Urson up, but he may just be undeniable at some point. Um, I have no idea. The thing is, you cannot pass Sandstrom on waivers now. You just you can't yeah. take that risk because you've got no other goaltender to play. Exactly. You, you yeah. know, uh, you got Grosnick. Grosnick to- has not played a game since uh, Halloween. And Fedotov is in a Russian gulag somewhere. You've got nobody else under contract. And then you have Pat Nagel and uh, Nolan Mayer down there who are ECHL-level goaltenders. Who's the other (laughs) AHL goalie? Uh, It's been Pat Nagel and uh, Nolan Mayer have been called up and have been cycling through. Um, (laughs) They got nobody else. So if you put Sonstrom on waivers and somebody were to claim him, which I feel like is a possibility... And then somebody, you know, and then Carter Hart would get hurt. You're fucked. You are fucked. Yeah. So you you can't do that. I know everybody wants uh, Urson back, but at the end of the day, this is what it is right now, and uh, it'll be a training camp decision next year if Sonstrom uh, can, you know, get his head out of his ass these last few games. There is nobody <coughs> in this entire organization that has been treated worse than Felix Sonstrom over the last <coughs> over the last year or so. That's very true. I feel like before we drafted Carter Hart, 
before like 2017, like Felix Sandstrom was like the guy that we were looking at as like the answer in net. And then Carter Arkey around, they're like, him. You know, then the heart towards the end of last year got hurt because they ran him into the ground because they're a bunch of fucking idiots. And then they just rolled with Martin Jones, who they did not resign. And Sonstrom was still backing up and playing in the AHL and getting very little time. And then this year he's played almost exclusively in the second half of back-to-backs against superior opponents. And that's why his record is what it is and his stats are what they are. I really have not minded Sonstrom's play. I think he's a perfectly fine goaltender that has been thrown to the wolves against good t- uh, good competition on a shit team. Um, so I, I do think that if they even tried to put on waivers, he may make it, uh, he may make it through, but I, I would not be surprised if he gets claimed, you know, some of these guys that bounce at the yeah. Magnus Hellbergs and whatnot of the league to kind of bounce around like that, um, Eric Comrie's and whatnot, you know, he may get claimed. So I, they, yeah, they, they can't I, even take that risk until Grossnick gets healthy. Everyone that happens. That's very true. Thanks. I'm trying to hack my brains out here and you can't even pick up a conversation. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the Richards Carter Duo of the Year. This award was created at a time when the Flyers actually had duos that succeeded. Um, I don't even know who's on the same line these days. Flyers lines. I don't feel like they are together for very long. The Tippett Frost JVR line, yeah. And then the rest of them are just interchangeable dudes below them. Uh, yeah, I, I'm having a real tough time picking a duo. <laughs> um, I don't even think like Hayes and Konechny play together very often. They're certainly yeah. not lately. Nick Delorier and Patrick Brown. Delorier and McEwen for being our tough guys. <laughs> there you go. Ryan Ellis and Sean Couturier for keeping each other company at Chop. Well, you can't forget Cam Atkinson in there as well. Yeah, Atkinson's around. Jesus. <laughs> Sonstrom and Hart. And Hart just gets most of the award. I actually I mean, don't have any idea. I I don't really Nobody know. sticks I, out I, as a good tandem right now. Frost and Tippett, I guess, are the hot pair at the moment. But Yeah, I mean, like that that's who I was going to... I guess if I had to name a best duo, I'd probably go Frost and Tippett. But that's kind of stretching it a bit, I feel. Um, <laughs> JJ and Jonesy won this award in 2020. <laughs> Can they win it again? Travis Stan and I am in Ristolainen won last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were both pretty good together that last year. Um, where the hell do we leave off? The Eric Desjardins Unsung Hero Award. Unsung Hero. Brad I'll... Shaw for getting this fucking penalty kill back to a respectable level. That, you know, that's actually very, it's a very good one. Because I can't really think. I don't know if I'm there's a uh, on-ice no. player that uh, fits that role this year. <laughs> I don't want to say Noah Cates because I feel like there are there is a good amount of people who notice. Yeah, maybe he fits thing, that role. Yeah. The things he does, like he doesn't get the. I don't think he gets the. He's not getting the hype of Morgan Frost and Tippett and his fellow youngsters like that. He is kind of a, eh, quiet dude. But yeah, I, I think Noah Cates is an acceptable answer. I, I think yeah, I, I think can't I can't really Cates. think of anybody else in this roster. Looking at this lineup here that qualifies as an unsung hero. Yeah. <laughs> they're either producing points or they're just p- 
piles of shit. Uh. There's really no in between. <laughs> no, not not really. No, <laughs> it's either you're okay or you're fucking awful. <laughs> Zach McEwen and Justin Braun won last year. Characters unsung hero. Braun and Gostaspear, Lawton and Lawton. Hmm. Where the hell do we leave off? Uh, Ilya Brzezgala, most quotable award. I mean, does this go to anybody besides John Tortorella? <laughs> I don't really think you can. I don't think you can give it to anyone else. Every once in a while, I mean, there's some player quote that pops up, you know, that, that kind of highlights the season. But Dave Scott won last year for his, uh, did you see that Gary Mayhew guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that was good. But wasn't it? Which game was it when uh, when Tortorella said we sucked while he was being interviewed? One of the Columbus the games uh, quite a few months ago. Yeah. Was it that 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 wouldn't surprise me? <laughs> yep, that was uh, that was my thought with him. Was, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that popped into my mind. Yeah, that's the that's the only thing I can think of that uh, sticks out as a notable quote. Um. I think one of the most notable things about Tortorella was wasn't a quote, but it was that picture in training camp with I don't did we ever figure out what flyer that was? Who was just lying? It was down one like of the like uh, camp invites. And it wasn't dead. even like a regular flyer, <laughs> and he's just like on the ground, fucking dead, and Tortorella's just behind him. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> a new <laughs> new category this year: famous picture, best picture. That quote, I mean, if John Tortorella sees out in his entire contract here, that award may need to be renamed after him. Eh. Honestly, it probably has <laughs> to be. If he's here more than three years, I can't see how that's not the John Tortorella award. It's going to be hard to overthrow Briz, but... That's true. If anybody can do it, it's fucking Tortorella. <laughs> we got two heavyweights in that category. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want? The Mr. Universe who's afraid of bears or just... John Tortorella in general. God, that fucking Briz Golov was like 10 years ago now. Fuck. Could you imagine Briz and Tortorella on a team together? The oh. fucking content. And they need a reality show right now. <laughs> the Briz and Tort show and just let them yell at each other about fucking dumb shit all night. <laughs> just, just lock them in a room and have them talk. Uh, what comes next here? The gritty WTF moment of the year. Um, Honestly, Provorov's Pride Night stunned? I think that that's that was just what I was going to say. I don't know if there's I been mean, uh, was... too many uh, <laughs> overly notable uh, public fires they've had to put out this year. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, the, the real big thing I could only remember is just everyone being like, why the fuck isn't Provorov out there for warm-ups? And the Provorov thing, the fact that they were, uh, you know, their aggressive retool that turned into a not-aggressive retool. Could you say, I, I mean, I, it's not even during the season, but, like, the Johnny Goudreau stuff, that just yeah. made me say what the fuck so many times. Yeah, that, that would that would uh, qualify in there as well. That'll probably be one of the... Uh, uh, nominees last year was the disappearance of Ryan Ellis and the Jim Acrossan lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, that uh, <laughs> Ooh. 
So, yeah, I don't know if we've gotten quite anything that bad yet, but the Pro Bowl Pride Night thing, my, my guess is wins that moment. Unless something else happens and it's the Flyers. Uh, that's uh, very true. We got, you know, six more months before we vote on this for real. So. Player, player just fucking, like, dies. <laughs> uh. The Wayne Simmons Leadership Award. The fan vote was nobody last season. <laughs> I think I think Scott Lawton will win that this year. Yeah, I would assume Lawton's winning. Uh, Cam Atkinson yeah. got the staff vote, and nobody was voted by the fans. <laughs> Respect to the fans. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Claude Giroux. He's our leader. Giroux won uh, the previous two years, so... Doesn't make sense. Not exactly here to uh, claim that award no more. So, do you think Scott Lawton actually becomes the next captain of the Flyers? If they name a captain, it's probably going to be Lawton. I'm still skeptical they name a captain at least anytime soon. Um, I, I think they're still in a bit of a transition here. I guess it ultimately depends on what they do next summer. Um, if they deem next year, if they go into this off season and put a team on the ice, it's going to be competitive. Maybe you name a captain and start. Building towards something, but if they go into the offseason, do nothing, and run it back with a similar roster, and they're just going to sit in Nowhereville again, you know, yeah. maybe they just uh, ride it out without a captain. I don't think they're. I don't think Tortorella is in a hurry to name one, even though it's been kind of de facto Scott Lawton. Um, I wonder yeah. if they're. I wonder if they're watching to see if there's like a young guy that could step into that role. Maybe, maybe look at like possibly Cutter Gauthier when he get. When yeah, it comes to, to, the to, to carry the next era there kind of thing. Yeah, or it's, I mean, if if for some if some way somehow the Flyers get Connor Bedard, do they just give him the C like Edmonton did Connor McDavid? I wonder if that would just be their de facto thing. Um, possibly, they're not going to get Bedard though. Let's be real. No, <laughs> they <laughs> fucked that all up. Or we'll we'll draft like. 12. The season ended today. It's eleventh. It's eleventh. Yep. Not even a top ten pick. And what do we have to show for it? And if they go up to twelve, they can't get the first overall. You can only go up ten spots. So that's very true. <laughs> which, which would be as on brand as fucking possible for this team. <laughs> it would be so on brand. Gonna finish thirteenth just to make sure they can't get either one of the top two picks. <laughs> one of the top two picks. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, the most we can do is thirteen. Uh most we can do is third. <laughs> that was it for the regular we leave the staff awards here. The co host of the year. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna get many votes, Noah. <laughs> And the contributor of the year. Nobody fucking contributes to my website anymore. It's me. I'm getting the award this year. It's Dan. <laughs> it was pretty telling when I had the second most articles in the year, and I'm in fucking school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I had different awards for different years and phased them out. For retroactive NHL awards, no. Third annual Broadway Puck Awards. Let's see what the fuck this one's about. Most improved, MVP, offensive, defensive, goaltender, duo, unsung, quotable, WTF, leadership. Hmm. I feel like one year. Where's the goddamn second annual? There's second annual. Um, 
most improved, MVP, offensive, defensive, duo, unsung hero, most quotable, WTF. No. Hmm. One of those years was different, wasn't it? It was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Why don't I just go through them all? May as well. Duo of the year, goaltender, offensive, defensive, MVP, most improved, leadership, most quotable. Hmm. So leadership award disappeared and reappeared. That's what it was. All right. Something was different with those things. Because I forgot to add it in two years ago. Ah. Uh, when did the Flyers play again? Schedule fucking pick back up. Isn't it like the fifth? Oh, I don't no. have this calendars. Oh, I do have this calendar set up. Look at that. I'm sorry. The sixth. They play the sixth. Monday. Monday against the Islanders. Great. Travis Konechny's inbred cousin is now on the Islanders, so that'll be neat. Uh, yes. I saw, I saw, I, I don't know if I've seen the most mixed reactions to a trade as I have the Bo Horvat trade. I just don't think it makes much sense for the Islanders to do so, but I mean, the return for Vancouver I, was, was pretty much as I, expected. I, roster I player, prospect, Vancouver, and a first round pick. That's pretty I standard. Vancouver uh, did really good with trading away Bo Horvat. I mean, like like you said, I don't really get why the Islanders did They are not in a playoff them. spot right now. So, Like, if they were a couple spots above, then that would make more sense. But, I mean, who are they really going to knock? I mean, they're not knocking out... Um, I'll pull up the uh, standings here. NHL standings. I haven't looked at the standings in forever because the Flyers don't fucking matter in the standings. So it's always a... Weird so they're, was going on. they are, <coughs> they are like, uh, Where the hell is like the wild two, card two, three spots out of a wild card spot. But... Two points out of the second wild card spot currently yeah. held by Pittsburgh with 57. The Islanders have 55. The Penguins, however, have what, three games in hand on them? So. Yeah. And they're not taking a top three spot in the, in the Metro. Mm, unlikely. Yeah. God, Carolina has 76 points already. Holy fucking shit. I know. What about the just I saw a graph. It was like 22, 2, and 2 or something like that over the last month or whatever it is. Holy fuck. Yeah, no, Carolina's been on a... What's it like to win hockey games? <laughs> I couldn't... I wouldn't know. I fucking forget. And we're here 21, 21, and 9. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yay, mediocrity. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> uh, oh God, I cannot believe. I cannot, of course, it's the Flyers' luck that the one year that there's like a generational talent, we're like, eh. After the last two years of complete <laughs> suck, they go into this year, and it's like, you know, we're going to play just good enough to fuck everything up. <laughs> I know that we had we did pretty good and got a fifth overall pick last year, but we're not going to try and build off of that. Do you know the last team to win it? Last team to win a Stanley Cup without a homegrown top five pick on that team? Um, yeah, I'm not at the top of my head, no. The 2008 Detroit Red Wings. Hmm. You had Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Marc-Andre Fleury on the Penguins in 09. 
2010, you had uh, you had Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. 2011, you had Tyler Sagan on the Boston Bruins. 2012, you had Kopitar, who was fifth. No, Kopitar was 11th, um, but Drew Doughty was second overall. And then, of course, you have the same for uh, the Kings and the Blackhawks. And then, of course, the same for the uh, for the Penguins. Ovi with the Caps. Petrangelo with the Blues. Um, Stamkos and Hedman on the Lightning. And then Kale McCarr, <laughs> Gabriel Landeskog, uh, and Nathan McKinnon. So you're saying the Flyers are going to win a cup when Gautier gets here? That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematically speaking, that is the... Uh... Mathematically. You also think about it, a lot of those teams had first overall picks on their team. Yeah, it turns out tanking for good players uh, results in wins. But I heard that getting a top player doesn't do anything for you. Just look at the just look at this one team, Edmonton Oilers. They have Connor McDavid <laughs> because that's the only team that matters when you make that argument. Yeah. <laughs> just well, sit here in awkward silence I, for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we could do, we could just sit here in awkward silence. I mean, is there really much to say about the flyer season? I mean, we have... Nothing that I haven't said a hundred times by this point. We have 31 more games Holy left. fucking shit. <laughs> I know. Are they making the playoffs now? You think they're going to squeak in? I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they just squeaked in. And <laughs> I, I've actually... I wrote while well, I'm writing a, a a thing about what the Flyers will do at the trade deadline. Only six points back, and I was like, you know, the Flyers could squeak in and get that. It like, is mathematically possible that they could squeak in at this point. Yes, it just reminds me of going back to like middle school and high school when you know it would be like March. It would be like March 22nd. It's like the Flyers have a point zero zero one percent chance of making the playoffs. And they win. It's like point zero zero one percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, like, yeah. Right before just, they're eliminated. Just yeah. end. Just end my suffering. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. And now we don't even have. Now it's not even like if you're the last team to. You're the best team to miss the playoffs. Like you. At that point, if you win the draft lottery, the highest you can pick is sixth overall. So, like, you can't even just be like, hey, maybe we could just get that, you know, 1% chance of getting the first overall pick. That's not even a thing anymore. No. We can't do what we did in 2017. Nope. So we just got to make sure we're in the bottom 11 teams in the league. Yeah, they'll figure a way to fuck that up, I'm sure. They'll be they'll be twelfth or thirteenth. It's okay. We know. We know. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> this is like the most depressing uh mid season awards ever. Yeah. At least I get to avoid saying nice things about connecting as much as possible. 
In fact, you said a lot of mean things about Konechny. <laughs> I, I, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> you, of all people. Me no. criticizing Travis Konechny. What? <laughs> that, what? That never happens. No. Oh, my God. No, Daniel's his number one fan. <laughs> when it's actually time to vote, I'm going to vote against him on everything. Just <laughs> Konechny could have like a 200 point season. Connecting could have a 200 point season, and Darius would be like, No, I don't think he's the best offensive player. The award's going to uh, Justin (laughs) Braun and his zero points. Does he have zero points? Yeah, zero points in 34 games. Oh, no. Justin, why did you come back? (laughs) Really up in that trade value. Kiefer Bellows and his one goal. Oh my god, Tanner Lagzinski, four points. Hey, if Zach McEwen gets another point, he's in double digits. Oh, shit. Well, in that case. You know what? You know what's fucking weird? Bristol Lyon has more goals than Morgan Riley. Two goals and nine points in 44 games first time. Because they don't know how to utilize him. On the power play anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember looking back at his numbers from Buffalo. He had like, well, like four. He was like a 40-point guy. Yeah, he consistently. had like four 40-point yeah. seasons in a row. One, two, three, four. Four 40-plus point seasons in a row. Yeah. What happened to that? Well, he was seeing an he... metric-ass ton of power play time with them, which he's not receiving here. That's very true. He, 21 he power play points, have... 25, 23, 17. He was, he, was their, uh, <laughs> he was their top guy for a little while. So he... and to be fair, did they have another defenseman besides Zach Bogosian? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the fuck would have been on those uh, rosters. Jake McCabe? <laughs> Rasmus Ristolainen? The, uh... See, back in 2014-15, what other defense? They had Zach Bogosian. His best year was 1617, 2016, 17, Sabres. And Zadora, oh, they had Andre Mazaros in 2014-15. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Andre Mazaros, <laughs> what a fucking guy. <laughs> oh, they had a young Tyler Myers as well. Who played defense in 2017? Cody Mike Franson? Andre Benoit? <laughs> We're looking at two different... <laughs> Zach Bogosian, Evan Rodriguez, Dmitry Kulikov, our best friend Justin Bailey. <laughs> Wasn't really much of it. Oh, Delorier was on that team. Look at that. Hey. Cal Jake O'Reilly, the current captain of the Phantoms, is there. <laughs> Do they even have enough fucking defensemen on this team to ice a goddamn roster? It doesn't look like it. Yeah, Risto, McCabe, Franzen, Bogosian. The other Justin Falk, <laughs> without a U in his last name. Josh George, I forgot all about that guy. Taylor Fadoon. Hudson Fascism. Ah, <laughs> uh, the other Nylander, Alex. Yeah. Boy, what a... Linus Olmark. I can't imagine why this team missed the playoffs. 
them? Really? That's shocking. Since, uh, what, 2011? The Flyers <laughs> eliminated them? We also, the Flyers, for as bad as we are now, I mean, we we used to end, like, uh, we, we used did, to end some Did it with the folks. Leafs? Yeah. <laughs> we... We made sure the Leafs never came back to the second round. And, the Sabres um, haven't sniffed the playoffs in <laughs> 12 years. Sabres can't even go to the playoffs. <laughs> Not even when there's 24 teams. <laughs> ah, man. We're starting at 652 games. He's played 652 games already? Mm-hmm. Can't wait to have his thousandth game. Eh. Jersey in the collection. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> mm. No. He's here for what? Four more years? Four years. Yay. Do they even have calculators in this fucking lifetime? What am I doing here? Oh my god. Oh, We're going to have so many guys on the LTIR next year. We're going to 2 times 4 plus what was there 31 left this year. 359 yeah. games plus now what the fuck did I say WrestleMania was that 652? Plus 652. It's over 1000. 1011. <laughs> so he's got 11 games to spare in the next 4 years. Risto, you are a Flyers thousand game player. <laughs> Giroux, Clark, Sanheim, and Ristolainen. <laughs> Jesus Woo! Christ. Sean Couturier will be there eventually, provided he plays again. Are we sure Sean Couturier will play again? No. As, wasn't he supposed to be skating by now? It's February. Uh, late February, early March would be the timeline. So theoretically, you should start, start hearing something about this guy in the next uh, you know week or so, maybe post-All-Star game. But, uh, you know. That's also assuming he doesn't need a third back surgery. Oh, my God. <laughs> assuming he doesn't look like a 90-year-old man when he comes back. Do we know anything about Cam Atkinson? Done for the season. I guess the original rumor is that he may be done forever, but, you know, I guess it'll be TBD. Yeah. What is, what's his injury again? Is it's an, Do they just say it's an upper body one? It was a either neck or shoulder or upper arm uh, surgery, I believe, is what uh, <laughs> the rumor was. So something up here in the uh, head region. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that very that narrows it down. It's it's just not the abdomen. <laughs> yeah, but anything abdomen up essentially is uh, opens the door there. Nips up. Yeah, you got yep. it. <laughs> oh my god! And Alice is done. Alice is into the shadow realm. Yeah, just going to eat $6 million to sit on the sideline for the next four years, five years, whatever it is. Hey, I'd pay to have that job. <laughs> yeah, not a bad gig. 6.2 mil for four more years till 2027. Get to go. Get free, free His contract days. will expire the same time as Ily Brzezgava's buyout. Really? Mm-hmm. 2027 for Ily Holy fucking shit. Are they still paying him anything, or is it? Are they paying him, but he doesn't go against the cap? Yeah, right? he's making one point six million dollars a year, but it's not against the cap. Yeah. Okay. Why did they even buy it? They should have just fucking kept him. Who gives a shit? <laughs> what the fuck would have changed in the last ten years if Billy Rosgallo was here? Carter Hart might not be here. Duh. I don't know, they they would have sucked <laughs> enough to have an extra draft pick or two. 
Oh my god. That twenty sixteen draft could have been something. Yeah. Well, twenty seventeen, man. And then, then we had to watch fucking Dallas at draft the goalie of the future, the defenseman of the future, and the forward of their the forward of the future. All the same draft. Yeah. Um, well, you got anything else you want to get off your friggin' chest while you're here? Um Flyers tank. <laughs> Just tank. At least stay at eleven so you at least have a fucking chance in the lottery. Stay yeah, stay in the bottom of eleven. Give us some hope. <laughs> that three percent or whatever it is there is gonna <laughs> Listen, Eagles, Phillies went to the World Series. Union, uh, yeah, Union, MLS Championship. Eagles, Super Bowl. Dude, I don't know what the Sixers are going to do yet, but they're like. They're going to make the playoffs and get eliminated in the second round like they do every year. You see, give us some hope like those teams do. It'll You'll probably crush us. But maybe we could have some hope. <laughs> and on that note, everyone. <laughs> that very positive note. <laughs> There's one thing you can take away from Brotherly Pod. It's that we are positive. Uh... Who's Whoever said that we're negative and angry? You know, the original Negative Dan moniker spurred because I did not believe in Dave Haxtell and Ron Haxtell. Oh, Daniel, you don't trust the process. What gets the fuck? Why? I was right all the fuck along. <laughs> I'll be uh, accepting apologies whenever anybody's ready to give them. At Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Check out the website. Plenty of shit up there, brotherlypuck.com. And, uh, uh, Noah. That's your name. Yeah. yeah. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Dan. Uh, you can oh, find me on right. Twitter. Hold on. <laughs> At Flyers24, but the F is a PH. Dumb. <laughs> I'll be back uh, uh, b- 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 Monday with Shane. Uh, hopefully sometime next week with Freaking Flyer. Got to check on that. And uh, I'm sure somebody else will be on the show sooner or later. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this is your one appearance for the month. Then you go back into the basement where you... <laughs> Fine, I'll go back in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, goodbye and good night.